playing this dumb phone game and <laughs> and I'm loving it. I started playing it again because I had to uninstall it before. Oh no. God, it's so fun. It's What's so the game? Dumb. It's called Choices. It's like episodes. Oh, oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I I know uh, my sister was really into it too. It's just gayer than, you know, episodes. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that's an A plus in my book. Also, I keep getting animals and I keep giving and I try to give them punny names. Oh, no. Why would you do that? I know why you tried Why wouldn't I do that? I know you tried to do that with my new cat that I'm getting very soon. Yes, cuz pun names are the best. Her name like, will I be just named a cat Meowtica. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, why Meowtica? Because I love Madoka. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get, I get you now. I get you now. I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna name my horse Nebula. Ha! <laughs> I get it. Thank you, uh, thank you. They're much better thought out names than, um... Cat Sandra? Yeah. I still like that name. I'm going with Darling. You can't stop me. It's so pretty. I love that name. She's just so precious and I can't wait to get her into my room. I mean, I mean, probably by the time this episode comes out, she'll probably already be here. But for now, this is like the anxious mother preparing to for her baby. Because I keep looking around my room and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, so many dangers here. What if she gets stuck in the bed? What if she starts trying to drink my vodka? What if she starts trying to choke on my sewing needles? Ah! Would it kill them if they drank Yes, vodka? actually. Yeah, it would, actually. <whistles> she's just a, yeah, She's just a baby, too. She's only a baby. Me about everything ever. <laughs> so, hello, and welcome to Afterlight, our silly little podcast. Perfect segue, by the way. Yes, indeed, I like it. I'm Malin. I'm Allie. And we read through chapters 9 and 12, and here's the, where we get to the turning point of our series. And Ooh, where yeah. I... Yeah, and where I make a revelation of why I'm so hard in this book when I wasn't when I was younger. <laughs> Mostly it comes down to the fact that I was really dumb. And it also comes down to the fact that I didn't know the difference between protective and controlling. Oh my god, there's so much of that. Especially after they hook up, but... Oh, there's... It's... It's, uh... It's sure something. It's, it's, I can say words. It is sure something. It is always something. I did want to mention that I was talking to a friend of mine who was mentioning some things that we didn't, we didn't quite get to. Yes. And when she was reacting to the first episode, she was talking about how, how, how Bella was very ableist. And that's something I didn't even complete. It's something that I reread through and I'm like, oh my God, that's very true because you know, there's the moments, I don't remember what chapter, but she mentions that her dad, Charlie, knows her enough to not, to lock up the guns in case she ever becomes suicidal enough. Damn. That would, that made me went, whoa! And then the the whole albino thing. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I couldn't help but think about that because of how, I guess, codependent Bella and Edward become as soon as Bella makes the correct assumption that he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, 
Let's start with chapter nine, where they're in the car and they're getting back to Fork. She's more scared of the of his driving than the fact that he's been stalking her and red flags that he's been giving her. Well, you know, vampires are fine, but driver safety. <laughs> I'm I'm I was actually very shocked when he said he never got a ticket and I'm like, how? He does have a built-in radar. Yeah, but even and I'm like even that doesn't like catch every single one. And it, also, I he's it, super pretty, so he probably charms his way if he ever did get pulled over. Oh yeah, of course. Because as we all know, pretty boys like pretty get away white with rich every- boys. Pretty white rich boys. Damn you, Edward Cullen. I think that we can safely say that chapter nine is the turning point because this is pretty much confirms that yes, Edward is a vampire. And that Bella is correct, and now they guess they're dating? Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, because it's like, this is their first pseudo date, and now they're dating, and it's just, like, kind of going fast, because they've barely talked within, like, what, the last couple of weeks? Months? It It has to be at least, like, a month since they've met. Maybe even, like, less than that. And throughout their whole conversation, they're driving and Edward is kind of being condescending and also amused by how Bella is able to figure out that, yes, he is a vampire. Mm-hmm. There is no there is no ifs, ands, or buts. That's what's going on here. And she is just mesmerized by how beautiful he is. And after they hook up, that's all she talks about. You have any uh, thoughts? Well, I did write down some of my thoughts for chapter, what is it? nine and i was so we got to some we got to the two most iconic lines in the whole chapter in the whole book Mm -hmm. which is the how old are you 17 and how long have you been 17 a while i will say that's actually a really good line yeah it's pretty fun i'm not saying this as like to be like unironic or anything but i genuinely do think that is kind of a good line especially to confirm that yes he has been around for a while Mm-hmm. But, like, I, that age that he stopped at was 17. Yeah, but interesting way to go about it. Especially since he doesn't say it out loud. She's the one who says, like, I think you're a vampire, and he all but confirms it. Yeah. Like, he's he doesn't like, just kind of, you know. It's, here's the thing. It's not that bad of a chapter. It's fairly short, and I breezed right through it. Yeah. It's... It's especially since this is the point when they start dating and and then by the end of the chapter with more, of course, it suffers from the same problems. It, there's a lot of padding. There's a lot of like there's sighing, a, sighing and uh, she takes a whiff of his ja- smell of his jacket before leaving and then gets step by steps of every single thing she's done afterwards, even though we don't really need that. Yes. And then, of course, we get to the famous line. Do you want to read it? I would love to. Go right About ahead. three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and I didn't know how potent that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. I have a love-hate relationship with the ending of this chapter. Mostly. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. As a writer, that's a good way to end a chapter. Maybe even a story. Especially, like, if you two have gone through a lot. 
and stuff like that. And those are like at by the end of the story, you're like, these are the three things I know for a fact, and I am unconditionally an irrev- irrev- yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. In love with him, but the unconditionally at this point really bothers me. <laughs> I don't know if you agree or not, but more because. Like, it, they haven't really been together that long or anything. And, like, uh, that seems a bit fast. It is. And I want to chalk it up for the fact that she is a teenager. You know, teenagers, even at that age, they're very dramatic. And they think that the guy they first fall in love with is going to be the guy forever. Mm-hmm. But it's at this point, she pretty much confirmed, like, she says so in the next chapter that she can't imagine her life without Edward now. And she was like, yikes. For just a second, she had that kind of brief of, huh, that's probably not great. Moving on. It's a good thing Edward is hot. But again, that is not a bad passage to end your chapter on because this is the turning point. This is when it can we confirm that these two are dating and that they're in love with each other. Too bad it's like a very unhealthy. Theme. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you know what? There was one line in this in this um pat in this chapter that actually kind of bugged me a little bit, and it was um she was like, "You might have called me." I decided he was puzzled, but I knew you were safe. And that's just kind of weird to me because it's like, well, I knew you were safe. What does it matter what you think? I it, that doesn't help that too that he has this whole behavior. You, I can't trust you because you're so clumsy and you'll like you attract die. danger. You attract, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I hated that part where she like makes a joke about the fact that she, I'm so clumsy I could be considered disabled, and I'm like, wow, Bella, that's really ableist of you. That's really not cool, my man. It isn't, and I get it. I'm I'm all for dark humor and stuff like that. But I but the way they keep talking about the fact that she's so clumsy that it's a hazard, I genuinely don't think that's that comes off that funny. No, it's just a little like okay, we get it. Let's move on. Let's find yeah. a different. Let's find a different thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it honestly does not help the fact that Edward hyper focuses on the fact that she's clumsy as the reason why he has to follow her around, why she has to be as at his side twenty four seven. Hell, he even starts picking her up from school and stuff like that because he, he starts doesn't picking like... her up from her house. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. I, oh god. Oh, I meant both. Like he did both. But oh. yeah. You know, his siblings don't stop him, even though they all agree that this is kind of a bad idea, except maybe for Alice. Mm-hmm. It's, that comes in... Yeah, that's the next chapter. Mm-hmm. But it's at this point, they are practically glued to each other's sides, and they everybody glued is... glued at the hip. They are glued at the hip everywhere they go. They are just staring at each other, and, like, longingly, and they're sitting next to each other, and, and they're, nothing like, else matters. And nothing else matters. And Bella starts to think that her life begins and ends with Edward. And I'm pretty sure Edward, at some point, if I remember correctly, says the same thing. Oh. Look, I think I really want to get into this, but I don't know if I'm the right person to talk about this. But Edward's really controlling behavior. Like, we'll, we'll move on to chapter 10 because there's a line that really bothers me. Okay. It's, it's when they're getting into class and Jessica is asking Bella all these questions and, you know, wants to know when did they start dating and, like, what happened to them. At, and she, like, tells her, oh, I bought dinner. And and then she says, oh, well, he is unbelievably gorgeous. Jessica's shrugged as if this excused any flaws, which in her books 
probably did. And I'm like, that's a lot coming from you. I know, considering that's literally all that's happening. That's all she's been doing is like anytime like Edward, let's remind the audience here for a second. Edward grabbed her and pulled her to his car and she was planning an escape, but she still excuses it as like a quirky little thing he does. Hell, the fact that he stalked her is played for laughs and she's judging Jessica for not being, for just being like, whatever. He's hot, so it doesn't matter. This is where a lot more of the, um, you know, more passages about how beautiful and good looking he is comes from. This is where it increases. Like when they're going to lunch, he's looking more like a Greek god than anyone had any right to. Edward was waiting for me. Jessica took one look, rolled her eyes and departed. See you later, Bella. Her voice was thick with implications. Uh, I'm I'm like okay I get it I get it this is like these are this is a teenager who has well air quotes fallen in love for the first time and look I get it teenagers I know Bella is supposed to be portrayed as like mature behind beyond her years but that doesn't save her from being kind of dumb making some really dumb choices no especially considering edward's behavior i know we went really into detail about this last time but it doesn't help that on some part i'm not trying to blame the victim here but bella is an enabler Mm -hmm. it's the fact that she lets him do all this he controls her he like demands that she eats he the he like doesn't let her drive unless it's under a certain condition he like but he like just starts picking her up from home and dropping her off at school and taking her home again and and if i remember correctly he does start controlling who she talks to Ugh, it's weird it gets weird and it's like whatever just quirky old edward well i was reading a couple articles i can't remember what but um they were talking about you know teenagers who were reading these books and what they thought of the books and why they liked it and a lot of them a lot of them were saying that they didn't see they think that edward did kind of go overboard but at the end of the day he was just trying to protect bella and stuff like that and they thought that was sweet and i i have a conflict with that because like at the end of the day yeah this book is not well written but there is a reason why it became a phenomenon yeah uh it's this fantasy of this guy who's like super perfect and like will do anything to protect you that that is an old that is an old fantasy that a lot of women do like the idea of i'm i'm not i'm not trying to be like say okay i need to preface this just because there's a girl out there who likes the idea of a guy swooping in and protecting her and stuff like that doesn't make her any less of a person Mm -hmm. but it is a fantasy that we can't like say doesn't actually exist yeah definitely i mean hell if uh if the scarlet witch came in and rescued me i wouldn't complain Oh, I wouldn't. I I understand the appeal. Captain I, America, Captain America came and saved me from like some alien invasion. I'd be like, "Take me now." I'd be like, "I'm all yours." It's like, "Take me now, you beefy man." But Sam and Bucky wouldn't like that. How bold of you to assume Sam wouldn't be the Captain America. I would prefer. That's true. You know what? Either of them would be. If I get rescued by Falcon, I'd be like, "Hell yeah." same it's like hell yeah best captain america thor or valkyrie came in and grabbed me (laughs) (laughs) okay but we're getting off topic yeah i just don't want to talk about this book 
But again, I get it. I get the idea of why so many teen girls were so defensive of this book. They liked it because they liked the fantasy of some guy who is so obsessed with them. But here's the thing. Fantasy is one thing. I understand that. It's when the behavior is romanticized. I don't think we have it. We've talked about that enough. Yes. Let's not. This is, again, one of those things where we can't beat around the bush. And I don't think we've gotten into. But this is romanticizing his behavior as saying by directing it into a heroic light. And I think that's a little bit more damaging. Yes, because it's making it seem like, oh, but this is every girl's fantasy. This is what they want. This is... This is healthy to want. This is healthy to imagine. And I I had this discussion with a coworker, and she was talking about how um, teenage girls, it's okay for them to read something like this as long as they realize they can't take all their romantic advice from books. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that, but it sounded kind of condescending to me, but I didn't quite, I don't want to like put her on blast or anything because she did have a good point that I think it's good that these teenage girls indulge in fantasy, but they have to learn that all their romantic advice doesn't exactly translate very well to real life. And I know a lot of teenage girls are very smart. Like, I was a stupid teenager. But I think in the back of my mind, when I was reading this, and there was a reason I didn't like Edward, was because I was picking up on all the red flags. Yeah. And I think that's why it occurred to me back then, but it's occurring to me now. Because I've matured, because I've seen this abusive behavior, because I've seen shows that show the same behavior that Edward is. I shouldn't say shows, but I have heard stories from real people who dealt with people who act like Edward, but it's clearly not romantic. Yes. And the fact that we're supposed to cheer for their relationship is just insulting. Insulting at worst. Yeah. Anything? Anything you want to say? I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you pretty much nailed it, oh, honestly. I'm sorry. No, you got it. Um, I, I, know I think some... you're right. And I think that it's just so common to think that the man should be in control or whatever. Like, And I think that even in this age that we're in, it's still <laughs> relevant and still... And just seeing this, and this came out, you know, early 2000s, which was, you know, kind of peak. I'm not like other girls. So, and I see that coming through. Oh, definitely. yeah. Hardcore. Gone. And that's what bothers me about this book is that I fell for it. I, I can't. I can't say sit here and complain about this book now, knowing that I read all four books, and that I liked all four books. Yeah, I can't. Same. But now that I'm older, now that I'm in my 20s and rereading it, I realize all the red flags and go, ooh. Yikes. E- super yikes. Especially when Bella, especially when throughout the entire chapter, she is so close to just jumping his bones right in front of the whole school like she cannot resist just touching him yeah during the the movie yeah during the movie she just can't resist she wants to touch him so bad and i'm like why is this being read as essential like she is just waiting to make out with him in class she's just kind of horny yeah she's corny for this guy and i actually uh some i know i read another article that somebody actually counted all the passages of how many times bella or someone else describes edward as beautiful why would guess they how do many? that to themselves? I don't know. They're bored. Curiosity. To see if people were, like, exaggerating. Do you want to guess how many times? Oh, too many? In the in just the first book? How many? 
57 passages dedicated to how beautiful Edward is. Oh, jeez. That's too much. Yeah, and I understand what some people are thinking. Well, it's like, it's only a 300-page book. 57 doesn't seem that bad. That's like, that's like a good third of the book. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and I still don't understand why Bella fell for him. Is it be? Um, honestly, I know it was joking, mm-hmm. but the fact that it just comes off to me, I don't know if this was the case, but it really comes off to me as if Bella is really into danger. Because Edward keeps asking her, why the hell do you not, are you not afraid of this? And mm-hmm. she's like, I just want to be with you. I I think at the cafeteria scene in chapter 10, he actually says that that's the reason why he finds her fascinating is because she's not a normal person. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Appealing to those uh, poor girls. That feel like an outsider or whatever. Yeah. And I, I kind of joked, or I kind of wrote it in my notes, too, that um, when he got to that scene where he was, like, saying, I find you fascinating because I find you fascinating because blah, 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 because you're not afraid, you're not afraid normally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I write, I, yeah, any normal person probably would have ran. Yeah, I probably second- would have. I would have been like, mm, bye. A normal person probably would have like gotten scared the fact that you said that confirmed that you're a vampire. It's like, all right, uh, pull over, bye. It's like, okay, okay, I, I think I'm ready to I, go now. It's like, I, I, I'll catch a bus. Thank you for not eating me. And if you could continue not eating me, that would be radical. There is, um, I do want to read Midnight Sun because, uh, my friend Kelty in our D and D group. Yeah, she she sent me Midnight Sun, and oh god, yeah, I know <laughs> it's oh been a while god. since I read it, but yeah. <laughs> then again, it is a first draft, but I I get the feeling that this is Twilight is also a first draft. I know, right? That's really what it feels like because these chapters. I don't. This is another thing I don't think we got into. These chapters are so fucking repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's like every once in a while something interesting happens. And then Bella goes to school. Bella hangs out with her friends. Bella does homework. Bella does housework. Bella goes to school. Bella mopes about Edward. It doesn't even change when they finally get together. All We spend two chapters of them like discussing what they're going to do about the Seattle thing. I know. Okay. okay, I did write down some notes about this chapter, though. Go ahead. There's uh, there's a few different things. Like, there's one part where he's like, but you didn't hear what every human male in the school was thinking on your first day. I was like, good to know there's no gay guys at that whole school. Unless it's like a bisexual guy questioning his, questioning his sexuality or something. Still no gay guys. That's very true. Where, where are all the gays hiding? Especially and also, in a small town. Why is he listening? Like, why would he hear... Like, I, he said that most of the time he just kind of tunes it out. But yet, he heard that? Like, hmm, I don't know. That just seemed weird. And also, like, like really? Every single guy was immediately attracted to her? Really? I Look, I get it. Bella's the new girl. Everybody's gonna be, like, super interested in that for, like, maybe a couple days. But then... But... Go ahead. But it's like, I mean, like, they're all going to be like, wow, she's so hot or whatever. Like, because that's pretty much what he's implying here. And I'm just like, 
Come on, man. Come on. This is a. I think this is a part of the the other like self insert thing. Girl, like getting complimented. It's like you don't realize how beautiful. There's a lot of songs dedicated to that concept. It's like you don't know you're beautiful. That was the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of too. But that's. I think that's part of the fantasy of a guy who will tell you, despite how low your self esteem is, he'll come in and say, "No, you are the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life." And I uh, went into my weird parody voice, apparently. Yeah, no, makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, uh, not much really happens in this book other than they plan to go out into the woods. Edward you mean this chapter? To... Yeah. There's not much that happens. Well, there's not much that happens in the book until like the very end. But there was another, there was um like to give me some small incentive to bring you back. And I was like, what? Did he just say that? Where is that? That's in the chapter. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. And I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, Edward. That's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty extreme. Yeah, I find it funny, too, because, like, she decides not to go to Seattle anymore. And and this this line made, made me laugh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Again, when they're, like, deciding what to do and he wants to, like, uh, she wants to drive, and he's going to let her, and she's like, again, he's leaving the choice up to me. And I'm like, and he's going to judge you for it until you eventually decide to go with his decision. Yeah, he's going to make you feel uncomfortable about it until you decide to uh, follow his. his. Yeah. it's They're trying to make him look appealing and everything, but he he's still very obsessed with the fact that she's made it this far without him. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to be alone with me, I'd rather you didn't go to Seattle by yourself. I shudder to think of the trouble you couldn't you could find in a city that size. I was miffed. Phoenix is three times bigger than Seattle, just in population and physical size. But apparently, he interrupted me. Your own your number wasn't up in Phoenix, so I'd rather you stay near me. And I'm like, whoa! His eyes did that unfair smoldering thing again. And I'm like, there it is again. Edward says something creepy, and then he smolders, and she's and, she and it's like, like, oh, never mind, never mind. He, I know he's brooding. That uh, gets mentioned quite a few times in this. I know. It's. I think this is also the chapter where they they establish that he's a lion or something. A mountain lion. So, a mountain lion. He's a cougar. <laughs> Is there a male? T- is there a term for a male guy who? Pr- oh yeah, wait, a pedophile. Oh, ow, my foot. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh shit. I you got there. him. Roast him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is like a. I don't think that- there is because uh, nobody cares. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, it's just like I'm gonna look it up going- right now. Oh god. There probably is no term. Anyway, like, again, nothing really happens in the next couple chapters. I mean, for... for Manther. Cha- Manther? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Or I mean... Gerbil? Oh, no. No, a younger girl who likes older men is a gerbil. Oh, okay. Well, as long as they're consenting age, I guess it's fine. As long as they're over the age of 18, 19... Uh, I don't know, because, I mean, like, if it's an 18-year-old with, like, a 25-year-old, like, that kind of... That's, that's like, eh. Like, I still feel kind of uncomfortable with it. Yeah, on some level. 
but on the same at the same time, like when it's a barely eighteen year old girl that's like being, I don't know, like she's dating an older man that's like in his thirties or something. Yeah, that's when I have a problem. But like for me, I think it's because I grew up with a lot of people who have that similar age difference. Like my mom was eighteen. 19 when she met my dad who was like 23 24 mm-hmm. and i mean they had three kids they're married they have three kids and they're doing fine so well that's what it is then yeah but maybe that's just me maybe that's why it doesn't bother me as i much. think it's just for every person it's a little bit different you know what i mean yeah yeah but anyway but for edward and bella i'm willing to make that exception with because here's the interesting thing i find about their relationship he acts so much more mature than her. And when I came to that revelation that she's such an overdramatic teenager, mm-hmm. I realized it's because... She is. She is, but he's not. He's aged those hundreds of years. Maybe not like, physically, but emotionally, mentally. Yeah. And it's weird to me that they have to stay and they have to continue going to different high schools and stuff like that. Like, why not just... Do literally like, anything else. Why not just pretend you're college students or like, actually me and my uh, friend, my same, the same friend, Kelty, mm-hmm. and I were talking about alternative ways to rewrite Twilight. Yeah. And she said it'd be cooler if, because Edward looks, is physically 17, but he acts much older and, you know, like, he looks a lot older. Mm-hmm. He could easily be like a TA or like a... Yeah. He could easily be like a librarian and he and Bella like bond over the fact that they like old books and she's kind of an old soul herself. Yeah. And maybe Edward hesitates because of like, well, she's still underage and he's on a position of authority and thus giving him. And then there's some conflict and tension. Hell, maybe you could end the book with them trying to date and realizing it's too weird. So they just decide to be friends. But then there wouldn't be the whole book. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's a novella now. Oh, like the Eclipse novella? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Maybe we'll get to it, maybe we won't. I Most actually really not. liked it. I never read it, actually. I liked it. I thought it was cute, because it was about Brie. I was going to say, my cousin's name is Brie. And then I remembered, oh, wait, her name is Bria. And she's La just Brea. a little... Her name it's is Bria. Bria. Oh, God. No. Don't tell my cousin she'll scream. <laughs> oh, no. Poor. Okay. Well, again, we're going off a tangent, but anything would be better than talking about <laughs> Twilight. Because I, I think the reason why I'm so hard on this book is because there's nothing else to talk about. No, well, there's than... really not. It's just the same things over and over and over again. It's the same it's... creepy stuff. It's the same. Just the same. Especially in complications, and this is after they get together, because now she's in the, like, honey, they're both in the honeymoon stage, mm-hmm. where they just won't leave each other alone. He he walks her everywhere, he constantly tells her how worried he is about her. She's amazed by their, uh, the electricity between them. It's like, I, and <laughs> at one point she almost hyperventilates because he's looking at her and it's like okay you need to take a chill pill it's like calm down child i understand it's like this is what first love feels like but er, keep in mind first love you're gonna grow up mm-hmm. yeah you know what that would have been an interesting thing to take this book 
into that direction of like Bella gets older and you know what you know what I think they have done this before mm-hmm. I don't know if I remember oh no I'm mistaking it for the Tom Hiddleston vampire movie where it's about these two vampires oh who uh have... Crimson Peak no not Crimson Peak it's a different one where it's a a vampire and his lover and they've been to get together for centuries but they're hitting they're hitting the fact that they um you know they've known each other for so long they've never had any other loves but they don't want to be away from each other and it's hard because they want to fall in love with other people but they can't mm-hmm. and i think that would be interesting if edward doesn't want to turn bella into a vampire and she ke- and throughout the years as she gets older and falls out of love with edward and decides to break up with him when she's like in her 20s mm-hmm because she realizes that she just had like a very superficial crush on him. Yeah. And she kept like thinking, "Oh, this love will last forever." And then she hits her then she hits her 21st birthday and realizes, "Oh. Ah. Uh, maybe not. Uh, what maybe, movie is maybe this?" Not. I can't remember. I I know it was like a big deal in the art house industry. Uh, oh, so probably... it's like one of those weird arty movies. Yeah. Uh I'll probably look it up and, like, tastefully put it into the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Tom Hiddleston right now. Well, anyway, I'm gonna ramble on because, um, because Mike gets jealous because... Uh, he keeps she... calling him Cullen. Yeah, I was like, oh, Mr. Cool Guy over here. I was like, that's okay. It's like, ooh, we got a badass over here calling somebody by the end. Like, dude, you knew sh- this is what I don't get about Mike. Everybody says that Mike is so nice and everything. He doesn't really come off very nice. No. Like, he is just as creepy towards Bella. He acts kind of entitled to her. Mm-hmm. And at this point, he's a. And at this point, he's already casually dating Jessica. Mm-hmm. And, and he's still look, like... It's like, you shouldn't be... It's like, why are you hanging out with Edward? And I'm like, teen boy, I know you're a teenager. But seriously, shut up. You're not even- you're like with somebody else. You're with somebody else. She's totally into you. She'll- you're teenagers. She'll probably give you a handy. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Yeah, that was explicit. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Jeez. I'm sorry. That that was very explicit. I'm sorry. He's a he's a teenager. That's, a, <laughs> that's of course that's what hormones are going crazy. You don't know what to do with your body. Oh yeah, it's like I don't know. That that's the experience for me. It's like your body's changing and you're just like everything's what? weird and every everything's weird and uh, what's that John Mulaney quote? Well, you know how I'm angry and horny all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he, maybe he goes, maybe Mike goes home and fills, like, fire, egg cartons with firecrackers or something. That's a great question. Well, you know how I'm angry, how I'm full of anger. It's like, you know how I'm angry and horny all the time? Well, as an outlet, I put, I put fireworks into into an egg carton. So, you know, eggs. Hence, eggs. I'm again. I'm so sorry. That was a very tasteless joke. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> no, bad. I feel. Fine. I feel so bad. Anyway, so uh, nothing happens. Mike's mad at Bella because she picked a guy who's hotter than him, and it's this implication that no guy was ever really good enough for Bella. 
Which are you I find sure it was a Tom Hiddleston movie? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pay you off, but are you sure? I I don't know. I think think it's Tom Hiddleston, but I'm not sure. Okay, because I'm like going through his whole thing right now on IMDb. Loki, did you trick me again? <laughs> yeah, only lovers left alive. That's it. Oh, I didn't. Okay, see, I saw that one, but I didn't. Okay, I'm on IMDb, so. Haha, I found it. All right. Oh, all you, right. you know how I found it? How? Vampire Tom Hiddleston. Aw, that makes sense. <laughs> it was a Christmas okay. movie in Germany. Nice. Yep, but uh, yeah, that's the movie I was talking about. I mean, okay. I haven't seen oh, it, but Anthony I heard... Elchin was in it. Oh, here's something I else I that kind of made me like, oh, this was definitely 2008. It's like they talk about MP3s and CDs oh. all the time. <laughs> yeah, like she has all. Okay, look, I had CDs for a long time. I had a huge CD player that I would carry around in my pocket. <laughs> me, me too. My sister, like, I know there's that uh. I bet you don't know what this is. I'm like, of course they do. They're like, I'm like, if you ask a, if you ask a little kid now what a CD player is, they're gonna, they're not gonna know. But if you ask a teenager, of course they're gonna know what a CD player is. You can ask my brothers what a tape player is because we have a giant one in their room. I'm looking poor, at it right now. Poor people exist. It's all they can afford. Poor exist. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so uh, chapter eleven. Uh, CDs. Um, Edward explains a little bit more about how the hunting works. He makes fun of her for having CDs, for having a certain CD in her car. He's like, You mm-hmm. went from Chopin to this. I'm like, Don't judge her, you piece of shit. Like, leave her music taste alone. Look, just because she also likes classical music does not mean she has to only listen to classical music. Right? No, I think it's this chapter and the next chapter. It's this chapter that he like, where he like explains why they hunt animals and why they like hunting predators, blah, 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 blah. That was the previous chapter. Mm -hmm. But, you know, nothing really that we couldn't have figured out on our own because obviously they don't eat people. (sighs) Clearly. Not yet because Victoria and James and everybody haven't come in yet. Oh, shh, spoilers. Okay, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. The first girl to play Victoria in the movies, Rochelle Levefer. I don't think I said her name right at all. She was the best Victoria. She was better than Bryce Dallas Howard. I like Bryce Dallas Howard, but yeah, Rochelle was pretend, better. I'm gonna pretend I know those things because I have a really hard time remember putting names to faces. Well, I'll put it up on our Facebook. Okay. Yeah, so, anyway, uh, Edward and Bella talk a little bit more, she asks more questions, and then he's gonna ask her a bunch of questions tomorrow. She has a dream about him, because of course. You know it. And, mm-hmm. When I woke up, I was still tired, but edgy as well. I pulled on my brown turtleneck and inescapable jeans, sighing as I daydreamed of spaghetti straps and shorts. And I'm just like, you didn't really seem like the type who would wear that. <laughs> no. It's like, it's weird, because I never imagined Bella wearing that stuff, and now she's just like, oh, if only I can have my spaghetti straps and shorts to show off my pale figure. My hot bod that I totally don't have. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, she lies to Charlie and tells him she's just going to hang around the house or something. And he mentions that she's in a much better mood because Edward's in her life. And then... uh, 
he the first thing he asks her when she gets in what's your favorite color he he asked his face i rolled my eyes it changes from day to day what's your favorite color brown brown (laughs) (laughs) i oh god and then she goes into prose about brown like i miss brown brown. it's like brown is warm i miss brown everything that's supposed to be brown tree chunks rocks dirt it's all covered with it's all covered in green green stuff Look, I'm I'm surrounded by green, and I lived in Arizona. Believe me, first week, I missed green so much. Who I, doesn't love the color brown? Brown is such a, like, uh, it's, I, I don't know what to say about the color it's brown. It's brown. I mean, I lived out in Arizona, <laughs> I lived out in Arizona, and um, I missed green, but, but there were so many other colors other than brown. Yeah, like orange, red, purple. Tan, khaki, (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I mean that's an offset of brown. So yeah, but it's just like it's so funny that she like says brown off the top of her head. What missing? And then like this whole chapter is him just drilling her, wanting to know every single little thing about her life. That was like the past few chapters, and she's like, "Is it my turn now?" And he's like, "No." And it's like, oh my god, dude, I know you can't read her mind, but she doesn't need to tell you everything about her life. Like, she can chill. It's like, it's fine. Just don't. Just please stop. Please stop. I, I do kind of like near the end oh of the chapter. Oh my god, though, it's so it's weird. Like, but I, I mean, like, yeah, like, like, I, just, I do like that. Um, Where they're just sitting out in front of Charlie's house for hours, kind of cuddling. I thought that was kind of nice. I know, cute. that's, and when they go out to the field, oh, and we're almost to the part where he sparkles. <gasps> we're only a couple chapters away. Hooray. It's, oh my god, I, I actually genuinely love this. Uh, So they're cuddling and it's kind of cute. And it's like, I kind of wish there were more moments like this where they were just yeah, being just cute. Yeah, just being chill and normal kids. Well, not normal, I guess, because yeah. they're not. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's not. But anyway, like, he's still asking her all these questions. He wants to know everything. And we like, okay, first of all, chill. It's like, chill, dude. We have, like, months to right? get to know each other. We have so long. Look, I have never been in a long-term relationship where I've never, like been in a relationship where i felt like i was in love but even in people i was Mm -hmm. sort of interested in i didn't want to know every single detail of their lives i don't know it was just kind of funny because like near the end he's like it's twilight edward murmured i'm like oh that's the name of the book (laughs) i don't know that just like amused me a little bit it's like oh that's the name of the book little pleasures because really is there anything else in this book other than that Hmm. no but it got me to thinking why is this book called twilight oh give me your thoughts oh wait there's one part too where he's like where she's like what time is it how late is it and he's like it's twilight he like murmurs it and i was like (laughs) oh yeah that's right the title Oh my god! I don't know why that gave me such joy, voice... but it did. I don't know. I I don't even think I knew this as um as I was reading this. Like, why is this book called Twilight? Is it because like that's I think her it's because, favorite like, time it of day? That's the safe. I don't know. Oh, that I totally pulled that out of the way. 
but he says like that's the safest time of day for us. He said, answering the unspoken question in my eyes, the easiest time, but also the saddest in a way. It, the end of another day, but the return of another. Darkness is so predictable, don't you think? I'm like, wow, someone's been trying to emulate Mr. Darcy there, right? Okay, so I guess she called it Twilight. Because one night she couldn't sleep, so she took sleeping pills, and that's the night that she dreamed of the whole four books. Oh, okay. Alright. I mean, I usually try to write my dreams in a dream journal, or, or like, record it and say, hey, I had this really world dream, and then my family would, like, okay, time for me to zone out. I mean, I tell my dreams to people, and they look at me, and they're like, what is wrong with you? Because my dreams have, like, specific characters and, like, plot details. So, like, I totally understand, and I don't understand why people are like, it's so weird that she just dreamed it. I'm like, yeah, I have a whole young adult book that I dreamed of the other night. Like, what the heck? Look, inspiration inspiration comes at you at weird places. I once came up with a story while I was in the shower, and I didn't, like, have my notebooks like, shit! It's like, no, 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 I can't write it down. It's like, oh, no. I can't write it down. I'm trying to take a shower. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, Charlie comes home. Edward flees, and every and they all pull in. And I don't know. I I highlighted when Jacob was mm-hmm. coming out and get his dad in this description: a face that was overflowed, the cheek resting against his shoulders, the creases running through a russet skin like an old leather jacket. And I'm just like, hmm. That description, again, with the Native American skin tones being compared to, like, metals or, like... I don't know what it is with that. Like, that's so random. I know, I don't like it. But anyway, Billy saw Edward and is looking at her. Now, this is, again, a really nice um, Mm -hmm. cliffhanger because because he recognizes Edward and and it's clear that he does believe in the legend. But the very next chapter, it's not really brought up again. No. I I did highlight this one line where Charlie, like, sees Jacob and gives Billy a hug. It's like, I'm going to pretend I didn't see you behind the wheel, Jake. He said disapprovingly. We get permits early on the res, Jake said, while I unlock the door and flick the porch light. Sure you do, Charlie laughed. I'm like, yeah, that's such a yeah. race thing to say. <laughs> we call it a res license. It's a light on a res? No, oh, a res, a res okay. license. Sorry, I misheard. That's fine. Don't worry about it. So they're over, they're going to watch TV because uh, it's like, uh, because their TV broke last week. And I'm like, yeah, that's another res thing to do. My TV broke. Can I watch <laughs> it at your place? But that just feels like like a poor person. Like, I'm too cheap and too lazy to get a new TV. I'm just going to watch TV at your place. Me, yeah. And then Bella like regrets flirting with Jacob because now he's really into her. And she's like, maybe I'd been too convincing on the beach. I'm just like, I still yeah, don't they? understand why she had to flirt with him in the first place. It's still weird. She's just, I don't want to shame her again, but she is clearly leading she him is. on. I don't even think that she's meaning to, for some reason. She tries not to lead him on, but he, she just keeps doing it. That's why she's in a love triangle in the yeah. next book. Well, the next book is Summer. I don't know what. Whew. Oh, uh, again, we'll save. I'll save my real oh, reasons yeah. for that one. But anyway, um, so they talk about cars. Charlie, um, Charlie and Billy are hanging out and they're just, just having a nice chilling. time. Mm-hmm. And then she mentions that she's dating Edward, and he just kind of laughs. 
Guess it explains it then, he wondered. I wondered why my dad was acting so strange. He doesn't like the Cullens. Superstitious old man, Jacob muttered under his breath. I'm like, whoa, boy, respect your elders. That kind of talk would get you, like, smacked. Or maybe it's just my resignation. Hey, I don't never know. know. No, this first couple chapters is just everybody kind of hanging out. And then we find out that uh, Billy and Charlie haven't actually been speaking in a while, mm-hmm. but they're still on good terms because... Billy said something kind of rude about the Cullens, and he Charlie chewed them out. You know, when I hear that, I I I go back to thinking like, there's a different story where Charlie actually knew the mm-hmm. Cullens were vampires, and that's why he was maybe they saved him from like another supernatural creature, and that's why he's keeping yeah. Their well, secret. that and he's like nobody's gonna believe me anyway. I don't know. That's what that's the other thing that me and my friend were proposing in the rewrite. Is that Charlie not only hugs supernatural creatures, but he's actually immune to a lot of their powers. Mm-hmm. That's where Bella gets it. And I just think that would have been a cool explanation. Yeah. But I don't think no, they, they ever do, do give that explanation. God damn it. It's like, Myers, I'm trying to give you the benefit you of gotta, the doubt. Come on. You gotta work with me here, man. It's like, you gotta work with me, Myers. I know you're talented, but then again, your first book series is never going to be the best. That's why nobody remembers uh, Stephen King's no. The Long Walk. Well, no, wait, Carrie was his I'll look up which of those is first. I don't know, my Stephen. It's probably some other weird one. I don't know. I kn- no, I know the long walk was like uh, one No, his first book was school. Carrie. Oh, okay. I was wrong. So, I mean, I, I guess people you. do remember your first book. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Again, again, I'm trying. I'm, stri- I'm sorry, people. I'm trying so hard to be nice to Stephanie Myers. But it's. I don't want to say she's a bad writer because I've read passages from like Ugh. Fifty Shades of Grey, and oh my god, it oh could god. be so much worse. His eyebrows wide, and that's <laughs> <laughs> the inner goddess, like a bunch of elves. I'm just gonna be. <laughs> we should just do like a book ten minute episode where we're just reading our favorite stupid quotes from Fifty oh, Shades of yes. Grey. That that quality entertainment people. That's you why you know come here. that's right. So yeah, we get that exposition, and then Charlie and Bella hang out a bit. She lies to him and says that uh, she's just not gonna go to the dance because she doesn't want want to, and it's just gonna mm-hmm. hang out around the house. Why why did she lie to him? I don't know. You could have easily said, "I'm gonna go hang out with Edward." Because it's not like he wouldn't disapprove of him. He seems yeah. to really like the Cullens. Like, so far, he's given no ins- Like, I understand that Edward, I think Edward had said he didn't want people to, their relationship to be in the public eye. But you could tell your dad's like, hey, I'm not going to Seattle anymore. Um, I'm going to go hang out with my boyfriend this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to go to the dance. Simple, easy, to the point. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paragraphs about her getting ready. Uh, Edward comes up. He's like, "How was your night? Pleasant." He smiled. His smile was amused. I felt like I was missing an inside joke. It's like, get it? Yeah, you are. He can't sleep. He made that very clear. Oh my god. Yeah, and then this is when we find out that Bella has had no other romantic. Um, she's never been in love before. And yeah. Edward is her first boyfriend. Which, okay, you know, I know people say like, really, she's never had a boyfriend before. It was like she's seventeen. She's I she's not even a baby. She's just, you know, I I didn't have a boyfriend, but then again, I was. A loser. I mean, I didn't either. I never had a boyfriend. I mean, I had crushes and stuff like that, but that's as far as it went. And then again, I talked to girls who like I've talked to girls, and they their first boy, most of their first boyfriends were like in college or something. 
So it's not really yeah. that unusual. What is weird is that I don't know if that's meant that maybe she was never interested mm-hmm. in somebody. So you never met anyone you wanted, he asked in a serious tone that made me wonder what he was thinking about. I grud- I was grudgingly honest. Not in Phoenix. His lips pressed together into a hard line. I don't know what I'm supposed to get Like, what that. is he... Are you jealous? Or are you... Why are you jealous about the fact that she's never been interested in anyone other than you? I, I don't know what I'm supposed to get from that. I don't. It means you? that he's weird. Do you weird. have any ideas? <laughs> That's all the explanation we need. Okay, anyway, uh, this is also the scene where Alice gets introduced. I love she's Alice. really funny. She she like um she's like a pixie. She gets compared yes. to a pixie all the time. I'm kinda of skipping through this because this is another one of those things that could have been chopped down. We didn't really need the um you know, honestly, we don't need the school things, especially I know. after they get it's together. Like, okay, we, we don't need we, this, please. We it's like these chapters could have been cut down to maybe yeah. like one or two. Especially after she found yeah. out that he's a vampire. And it's like, you could easily cut down this, like, the next few days went by like a dream. And then go into little details about how, like, she's asking all these questions. And then he asks all her these questions. And then you could have had the scene with uh, them cuddling, mm-hmm. watching the sunset, and uh, and the scene with Jacob and his family. But you could have cut down all these chapters I to maybe know. one or two. You could have... Don't They're need so school scenes. Boring. <laughs> I know. I I even found myself like taking a break after every chapter just to go like, okay, what's going on in American Ooh, oh Gods? Oh my god, I gotta Ooh. get caught up on American Gods. I need to read. Um, oh my god, I'm excited omens. for that to come out. Because oh my Terry gosh, Pro- did you see the trailer for his Dark Materials? Um, no, I did. Oh no, 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 wait, yeah, I did. But the about the yes, polar it bear, is all right? about the polar bear. You are correct. Yay! I actually watched the Golden Ugh. Compass in the theaters, and I and I was the only person in there, and I had it's no idea what was very going on. Good, the movie, yeah, that's why I, I remember, can't remember the a polar bear film. and the golden monkey, and I think there was a that's raven it. in there. And didn't it have a girl from Willie Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? No, no, it didn't. I I don't know. I I saw it in the theaters because I thought it looked cool, and then I walked out and like. Yeah. That was certainly a movie, and then and then the uh, two hours later, Wait, I saw a movie what was that again. I don't know. I think about it every once in a while, mostly because I got scared because the polar bear's jaw got dislodged or something, or like that scene where they're like fighting and the bear's Ooh, jaw goes flying. Yeah. So anyway, Alice is introduced and she's great, and um, she's nothing more than just like a really supportive sister. The other colons are just like. Psh, you are doing bad yeah exactly and uh and i don't know she alice agrees to take edward hunting and bella's like what what will i do without you and he's like i just want you to stay (laughs) she's like i'll just do laundry then and he's like don't fall in oh yeah that's based on a joke he made that he was genuinely kind of angry at for her making that joke and i'm like Dude, it's she's funny. kidding. Get a sense of humor, bro. Yeah. And then we, and then we have that repeat scene of asking her like, um, why he's so interested in her, and he's like, I have a better, I have a better than average grasp on human nature. People are predictable. You, you never do what I expect. You always take me by surprise. I'm like, not really, not really. 
I mean, she does everything you say, and the only the only like uh, unexpected thing was the fact that she was an enabler and totally into the fact that you're a vampire. Yeah. Then again, a good twist would have been that Bella's not the first time he's yeah, done this. Yeah, but you know, who wants twists and stuff like that? Who wants who Nobody. wants to have a twist? Twists are lame. Mm-hmm. Look. I know everybody's complaining about subverting expectations and stuff like that, but in this book, something I to need twist something. in around something other than the goddamn school scenes where she keeps asking why they keep repeat what Edward keeps like. I don't. I feel like we've already gone through all these points, and again, these chapters are so repetitive. And but I'm glad that we're halfway through because this is the point where they like start explaining what exactly mm-hmm. a vampire is. And then after that, Rosalie, like, kind of, like, gives her yeah. a stare down. I love Rosalie, oh my like god. Her. I, I kind of side with Rosalie. I would be, like, if I was a vampire and my brother was, you know, like, dating a human girl that he maybe a few weeks ago was saying he didn't like and then I'd be all like, of a sudden what? starts dating her. Yeah, especially since he, he risked their mm-hmm. cover to save her. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's just like, oh my god, really? You're giving up? Our, you're gonna? You're gonna like g- g- blow over our just cover some random human chip? girl? Okay. It's like okay, whatever. Edward. Go ahead and make some more I bad decisions. Man. It's like you can god, I love Rosalie. I know. Me too. I. There's so many characters I wish right? this book was actually about. Or at least got a Literally book. every single one of the Cullens, except... <laughs> except Edward himself. This, you know, their whole romance sounds... is. Here's the thing. Their romance is not interesting enough. It could have easily been a subplot in yes, someone else's Yes, and it story. should have been. It should have been about... It, I hold to it. It should have either been about Dr. Carlisle, mm-hmm. Charlie... Yes. That would have been. If it was about hilarious. Charlie, who not only would it have been hilarious, but like I, I'm still going to go with it. I'm, I want to write a TV show about like this sheriff of a really small town who runs to a uh-huh. bunch of good vampires, and his he's secretly part of a like a uh, long line of mm-hmm. supernatural hunters. And then one day these good vampires come by and they save him from like a creature he can't beat and he decides to let them stay as long as they like keep their promise that they're only getting yeah. animals and stuff like that and that's why he's super defensive of about the cullens because they're actually genuinely good people and then his daughter comes and she falls in and love he's with like who hmm. and who i i don't know how to feel about this and he because he can't tell her oh my god but on the other hand <laughs> the, imagine if it was just charlie whole... and he's watching all this happening going the heck and then he like, just goes fishing the and then does his normal stuff and it's him hanging out with Charlie. <laughs> and then in the background you know he has his daughter doing this weird I'm... stuff and he's like, you know, it seems kind of weird to me. It's like, Bella, what the fuck? Oh, God. And, yeah, anyway, so he leaves her the day and she's all angsty about it because what will she do without For a Edward? And uh, it's like, you're going to see him tomorrow. And he's doing this so he doesn't like get tempted. It's like, relax. And then she says, like, Alice has brilliant obsidian eyes, and that just makes me roll. And I'm like, oh, no, the fan fiction flashbacks. Not again. (sighs) God, I am, like, scraping to talk about something. It isn't until we get to the sparkle. I know, I can't wait. Like, that's how the chapter, I actually like how the chapter ends with, and then he stepped out into the field. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, you know what, let's skip to, mm-hmm. like, when they're going there. It's like, they're wearing matching outfits. How crazy is that? Ugh. And, yeah, and that actually yeah. kind of had, that was, yeah, I was like, wow, that's weird. It's like, whoa. I would be weird. like, hold on, I have it's to like, change. Our I relation- do not want to match you. It's like, I, I don't think we're at that stage where we can pull off cheesy yeah, no, matching no, no. outfits. Not, not today. <laughs> it's like, our relationship could, I think this is a good summary of their relationship. Our relationship couldn't continue to balance as it did on the point of a knife. We would fall off the edge or the other, depending entirely upon his decision. Oh my god, only instincts. on him though. And I'm like, it's not like it's relationships only on involve him. two my people. My decision. Oh wait, hold on. My decision was made and made before I ever consciously chosen, and I was committed to seeing it through. And I'm like, oh okay, so you've already committed to the fact that make you're a waiting decision. for him to like either make a decision. I, I. I, 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 Bella, I don't know what to do with you anymore. Again, I want to give you the benefit of a doubt. You are a teenager. But the fact that you're supposed to be like this old soul who has read a lot of books and stuff like that. You should be I smarter know. than this. God damn it, Bella. I'm trying to be nice. I really am. Here's the worst thing. Bella is not the worst protagonist ever. Her only yeah, problem is that she's Because I mean, born. she's just a normal average teenager. She's not like doing a bajillion things at once. Mm-hmm. She's she's not like the protagonist from Ready Player One. I didn't see which, that one or read it. Or she's not. <laughs> My brother loves it. Here's a question: How do you feel about long lists about things that one guy has hmm. read and watched, or explanations of references? I mean, I feel like that's my whole life, but I don't want to read it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, I make references. I we talk about memes and stuff like that, but it's mostly just no, I- being idiots. <laughs> Or at least, oh or my at least god, yeah, you know what? I had a dream the other night. Sorry, but just speaking of memes, I had a dream last night that I went to Disneyland and I was walking out of Space Mountain, and Mister, there was this guy in like a full-on Mister Link costume, you know, like 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 a Mickey Mouse sort of bodysuit thingy. And so I like did finger guns mm-hmm. at him, and he dabbed at me, and then we walked past each other, and that was it. That just seems like something nowadays that, um, look, if the Hulk can dab... No, so no, it wasn't Mickey Mouse, it was Mr. Link, which isn't even Disney. Oh, yeah. Well, if Mr. If Mr. Link can dabs, if the Hulk can dabs, then so can Mr. Link. Okay. Yeah, anyway, um, so she lies to her, yeah, no, this is the chapter where she lies to her dad about Charlie, mm-hmm. about going off with Edward to the forests. She she doesn't tell her friends and she like basically admits that besides it's like what are was my other choice to cut him out of my life intolerable besides since I'd come to Forks it seemed like my life was vomit oh it's like oh my god girlfriend you need to get alive hang out with Jessica it's like hang out with Jessica there's more to life than there's I more to life than boys. So much more. I mean, I I know again. You're a teenager. Oh, that just seems like going to be. But anyway, uh, next day she's wearing a. Uh, what is she wearing? It's like a blue. I don't. I don't understand what she's wearing. It's just like a sweater with a white collar and. So yeah, it's I just suppose, um. And then he's kind yeah, of like, just like a white button-up shirt. You know, they have those collars underneath, so like that, mm-hmm. and then probably like mm-hmm. um. Like a blue sweater, like just a normal sweater, just on top of that. So I only the collar mm-hmm. is peeking through, and then blue jeans. And then he was like wearing the same thing, and then she's like, "Why did he have to look like a runway model when I couldn't?" And I'm like, 
Well, considering every single boy wants to clearly bang, you do bang you, you probably do, and you, yeah, clearly you do. Okay, so they go off and more talking. It's it, it just feels like you're stuck in a car with two people trying to make who are clearly dating. They're making small talk, and then they forgot you're there, and you're just yes. like feeling really awkward. That's what their conversations yes. are like. <laughs> I never mind. I was gonna say something really. I was gonna say something really mean about my D and D because two of them are dating. And they'll sometimes like start talking to each other, and the rest of us are like, Yeah. They're just talking about. And we're all like, I do that with my mom sometimes, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I'm just that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like. And then he explains where he's taking her and stuff like that. And he kind of gets mad at her because she lied to Jessica and didn't tell her. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, I still don't really fully understand why she did that. Like, I think that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. And he kind of gets mad. It's like, depends. I assume you told Alice. That's very helpful, Bella. He snapped. I pretended I didn't hear that. Are you so depressed by Forks that it's made you suicidal? He demanded when I ignored him. Like, like that Whoa! just... Ugh. It's like, dude, you're going for a walk in the woods. You want to show her a cool place. But don't treat it like you guys are going camping right? without telling anybody. Or that, like... I don't it's know. Like, it's like, it's a... Look, it's dumb on her part, but you're acting like she told everybody she was going to one place and then they're going to, she's going to a she second location. She went to a secondary location. <laughs> Again, Always. when in doubt, John Mulaney quote. Yeah, so, like, they have a quick fight and then they get to the place and then they hike there and she's, like, super worried about tripping and th- there's two pages of her just worrying about hiking there. Or three pages of her walk I know. worrying about hiking there. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't actually crying. I was reading this and I was just like, oh my god. I think the reason why mm-hmm. this is so easy to read is because it's just like, you're just like breezing through. When you're trying to like look at this through a literary and analytical yes. lens, it's hard. It's it so really hard. Is. Oh god. Anyway, um, so anyway, they, at the final chat, at the final paragraph, this is what, this is how I know Stephanie Meyer is capable she knows of how to do writer. like the cliffhangers and I stuff better. Lo- she knows how to do cliffhangers and she knows how to do descriptions. Her descriptions are not They're bad. better than Aragons. I'm give not gonna lie. Much. They're better than Aragons. It's the per problem is that she describes Like not too as much, much as Aragon, but yeah, too much. Yeah. It's she has a you have a very good idea of what the meadow mm-hmm. he takes her looks like. And it's a very nice little place. It's small. Uh, it has a lot of wildflowers and everything, and she is mesmerized by how pretty it is. And then he ta- she goes to, looks around, she's mesmerized, and looks to Edward. I like this chapter. No, you, you can go it? for it. Or d- I read the other ones. Okay. I- okay. I took a step back towards him, my eyes alight with the curiosity. His eyes were wary and wary and reluctant. I smiled encouragingly and beckoned to him with my hand, taking an, another step back to him. He held up a hand in warning, and I hesitated, rocking back on to my heels. Edward seemed to take a deep breath, and then he stepped into the bright glow of the midday sun. And that oh, ends chapter twelve. It. That is, yeah, that's the thing. I understand we've been bashing stephanie meyer in her writing style but that's a yeah it is and he does and it's better than handbook for mortals where they'll end where the author will end something like that and then they'll jump to two weeks later at least in this book there's a payoff yes in the next you get him sparkling and oh boy we'll talk about that next time but for now 
I, I think we did it. I at least I did enough ranting about other. I I'm I'm so glad we're almost like a little way. We're almost we're like little more mm-hmm. than halfway done. I hope so. By God, I hope so. I mean, maybe for the next book, I'll just do it five chapters a week. But I feel like like after we're done this book, we need a break, or yes. at least I need a break. Oh God. Anyway, that's chapters nine through twelve, and next time we're gonna try. Well. I'm going to try to read chapters 13 to... 13 to 16? 16. That's only three chapters. Have, yeah. Well, four chapters. Never mind. Yeah. 13 you to 17? Uh, let's... 13 to 17. Yes, so that sounds faster. excellent to me. Yeah. Oh, I feel like if... Here's, here's a... I'm trying to write a, mm-hmm. my own young adult novel. And I will say... It's good that we're reading this book because it's giving me something to Definitely. like okay, what not to do. And in my, I don't want to talk too much about it, but who knows? Maybe by the time we're done, all four books will have been published. Wouldn't that be cool? I'd be so that proud. That would be cool. But anyway, all right. So for next time, read chapters seventeen 13 to seventeen, and we'll see Bye. you guys next time. Onigiwahe. Bye. Bye.